0: Good morning and welcome to VSA Morning Miner. It's the 21st of July and we've got an unbelievably busy uh, morning full of mining news. Um, Paul, how are you doing?
1: I'm very well. I see it's a bright sunny day outside too. So uh, things are looking up and I'm seeing too that it looks like the uh, base metal sector pricing is uh, firming up here. So we might be looking at a bottom here in the short term.
0: Yeah, well, it had looked very oversold um, after all the momentum trades piling onto the shorts, um, but not really recognising how low inventories are and how how tight metal markets are fundamentally.
1: Yes, Um, that's right.
0: Let's start with um, VSA client Alchemy Capital, um, which owns Tees Valley Lithium. They've entered an MOU with uh, Traxxis to supply and source lithium feedstock for their um, first train of their project in Teesside, which will convert um, intermediate lithium products into lithium hydroxide.
1: Yes, that's right. Uh, Traxxis, in this case, being the supplier rather than the off taker, uh, since they'll be the one sourcing the materials. Uh, both internally to the UK or externally to feed the facility at Teesside. Uh, This first train to be 24,000 tonnes per annum of battery grade lithium hydroxide, and the first of ultimately will be four trains to produce about 96,000 tonnes a year. And that, uh, according to current prognosis, would be about 15% of European projected uh, lithium hydroxide demand at this point.
0: Um yeah, and it's obviously, you know, Alchemy Capital is pretty low valuation stock at the moment, but Tees Valley does have a, a feasibility study out. You know, they've also chosen this site in the Wilton International Chemical Park, which gives them streamlined planning and permitting. Um, so the timeline's actually pretty fast to get into production in in 2024 and TRACSIS clearly think they've got a serious um, proposal as do we um, and can 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 execute on this
1: yes and I think the investors don't quite understand how quickly uh, the the permitting process ought to go because it is in the T site port Uh, area specifically, which gets a special treatment uh, in the UK as far as uh, uh, having a very clear and short uh, path through the permitting phase.
0: Yeah, Um, so definitely want to be looking at in detail there. We have got a full initiation note on the website um, if you want to know more. a uh, couple of Q2 operating figures out. Should we start with Shanta Gold, Paul?
1: Yes, uh, Shanta Gold with the uh, Q2 uh, production and operating results, uh, 17,500 ounces uh, produced, uh, uh, which is 54% better than the first quarter and exceeded the target by a really substantial amount as well that the corporate they add corporately as well. Monthly June production way well up there, 7,500 ounces. Uh, So uh, that's a really good positive uh, there. The Singida mine construction, the next mine uh, on the rank uh, for Shanta is about 63% uh, here at the end of June. And they still are uh, predicting a first production from that operation in March of 2023. Uh, So very positive. situation moving ahead there too they also got a maiden mining license covering the porcupine south resource which uh, will be feeding as a satellite deposit to the the operating new luica uh, uh, gold mine uh, that is producing these ounces at the moment and a very good uh, lost time injury frequency uh, rate the reported firm operating company well over a million man hours now without a lost time injury
0: very good. Um, and an update from um, Caledonian Mining as well on an acquisition.
1: Yeah, really interesting acquisition they're making here. Uh, Bilbo's Gold uh, Limited, which is a uh, large uh, gold deposit, which is about 75 kilometers no- north of Bulawayo in uh, West Zimbabwe. Uh, It has a a, uh, uh, NI-43-101 proven and probable resource on it, grading 2.29 grams per tonne gold as open pitable oxides of about 2 million ounces in total. So feasibility study had been done by Bilbo's uh, on it uh, uh, to produce about 168,000 ounces per year. So I think we should... uh, remind investors that that's uh, a good twice the size of the operating gold output from the underground blanket mine for uh, Caledonia mining at this point. And uh, if they are successful uh, in the acquisition and bringing Bilbo's to production, they would be a company with the gold output about the size of uh, Pan-African, which is uh, listed on the AIM market, the South African producer.
0: Yeah, given that track record, they've probably better place you know, as a company to realise value from it um, compared to someone else that isn't already relatively highly valued on a for it for it Zimbabwe. Um,
1: and a very screen. successful producer in Zimbabwe as well, despite all the uh, uh, issues around that country or the perception by investors.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that was an announcement from Greatland Gold as well, Paul. Any thoughts there?
1: Yes, that Greatland Gold announcement, they have finally agreed the what the valuation of the 5% share purchase option that Newcrest has uh, uh, f- to acquire Greatland Equity. Uh, they have agreed the valuation uh, price for that, and that's $60 million US. To remind investors, that's uh, – Retail investors have been essentially hanging on the release of that news for quite some months now, uh, since that's uh, been a thing uh, which was uh, a deadline that was set in December of uh, 2021 for the valuation at that particular date. Uh, So this reflects the valuation of the deposit at Haveron itself uh, for December of 2021. And... uh, We now know with ramp development and further drilling since then, as well as the geologic understanding, that the deposit is bigger than uh, that uh, would indicate in the in the valuation at that time.
0: Excellent. Great, Paul. All right. Well, thanks very much for your thoughts and we'll be back tomorrow.
1: Very good. See you then.